This is Mari Fong. I'm the host of the Check Your Head Mental Health for Musicians podcast, and you are listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast with Bruce Moore. It's so nice to see you, Bruce. Yes, we finally got and to make so- this happen. Yes, and um, congratulations on the Brutally Delicious podcast. Thank you. It's, you know, uh, I did get a chance to... Uh, go ahead. Yeah, to also see Metal Health. Oh, good. What'd you think? Metal Health the, uh, on YouTube. Oh, yeah. You know what? I thought it was really interesting. And I, I really enjoyed the conversation about, you know, it's kind of like this ongoing question is, does uh, music cause mood disorders or do mood disorders, are they, uh, you know, attract musicians and music and that whole thing? Right. And um, no, I think, you know, metal music, it's such an incredible release of emotion, not just for the musician, but for the fans. Yes. I mean, and everybody sort of being on the same page in a venue. I mean, what better feeling is that? You're hundred percent right. And you know, I'm, I mean, I'm a hack musician, so I don't really write anything, but as a fan, it's super cathartic. I mean, I, I don't know what other words to use for it, but I mean, it's definitely, you know, cranking it up as loud as it goes and listening to those distorted riffs and all that screaming people from the outside think it's you're crazy and it's nuts and they don't get it. But when you're, you know, once it gets a hold of you, that's a great way to release the, and to also know that other people are in the same boat as you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a music journalist. I, you know, have the pleasure to get to go to all of these shows. Right. I mean, what a wonderful perk. And there are so many times where I will be in the midst where everybody's bouncing, everybody's singing, you know, it's just this high. And it's a high that, you know, I would say, I'll say to myself, thank you, God, for letting me be here at this moment, you know, with all these people experiencing this, because it's a high that will make you feel good, you know, for the whole week. Oh, yeah. You know, things I will be on a you know what I mean? I'll be on this high and um, things just don't seem to bother me as much, you know. Um, So the energy is really powerful, especially uh, you know, there's a certain time. Uh, there's a certain time where there might be feelings of aggression or feelings uh, where you really need to get something out emotionally, and you're not able to do that on a regular day-to-day basis. You know, your work isn't going to let you do that. Your home life isn't going to let you do that. But when you're at the show, that's when it's accepted. That's when it's okay. So music really is uh, so healing in so many ways. And so what I was going to say, following up with that, and I don't know how familiar you are with the metal world. I know you've done some metal, had some metal guys on your podcast, like Davey Suicide and stuff, but there's a community on top of the catharsis of the music. There's a community unlike, I think, any other community in the world, because it doesn't matter what race you are, what religion you are, what anything you are. You have this common bond over like a heavy riff or a heavy vocal. And immediately, you know, you're in the mosh pit knocking people over, but you lend the hand down and pick everybody right back up again. 
Right. And also, I think the dress, like sometimes there are um, just, just, I don't want to call it costumes, but, you know, when bands go out on stage, they have a certain look. Yeah. And um, whether it's makeup or whether it's, you know, studs or or what it is, it allows the, the fans also to come to the show and dress the way that they want. And again, it's another emotional expression of who they are is this creativity. And, you know, every time we're able to release that, it just it feels good. Right. It shows people oh, yeah. this is who I am. And uh, you're seen. You're able to be seen and accepted. So tell us about Check Your Head podcast and how you uh, got involved doing it. And I know you were a life coach beforehand, if I read correctly. How did this come about? You know, uh, it came about because I uh, had gone through my own uh, experiences with depression and anxiety. And, you know, there are certain times in our life where either we're under stress or maybe there's hormonal hormonal changes that are going on. Sometimes it's a physical disorder that could cause a mood disorder. I mean, we think of uh, we often think of trauma as a, a a condition that can cause depression and anxiety, and that can. Right. Uh, but there's also you know genetic predispositions. And so I was going through a period where I was going through a lot of stress. I was kind of a workaholic, which I have to watch out for myself. Right. And um, also going through some hormonal changes that I didn't really think about. And so I fell into this really bad depression. And, you know, with depression often comes anxiety. And I went through this journey that was really difficult. And, you know, if you live long enough, you are going to have a lot of obstacles in your life. But to go through a mood disorder and not know what is going on and not know what the cause is, and this condition makes you feel certain ways that are kind of frightening to you. You know, you have thoughts of, um, you know, like, I just, you know, want to not go through this anymore. I feel hopeless. I feel alone. So anyways, after I finally got the help that I needed, I wanted to help other people. And so I I first got certified to be a life coach, you know, wanting to do it one-on-one. And I did that for a while, but I found that something else was pulling me to, to do something on a bigger scale. And so I, I decided to, um, I approached a Sweet Relief Musicians Fund because I wanted to partner with a nonprofit for musicians that I really admired, that I know was doing really good work. Right. And they liked my idea and uh, about doing something for musicians and mental health. And when they asked me what I wanted to do, for some reason, I said a podcast. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I have no idea what it takes to put it, to do a podcast. Right. I had only listened to a, a handful in my life, but something just said podcast. So I put <laughs> it out there. And so I said, OK, well, I guess I'm going to have to put this together. And so I, I learned everything uh, that I could about, you know, this great industry and and uh, I put it together. And it's been an incredible learning experience, yeah. uh, which I'm sure it was for you as well, especially with um, the pandemic hitting, because I actually had a great uh, studio 
Lemon Tree Studios in Los Angeles that donated studio time and oh, audio wow. engineer. We had guests. Oh, my gosh, I was so fortunate. Right. But then when the pandemic hit, we couldn't do that anymore. So I had to learn how to set this up in my home and run and it. get all the equipment and then exactly all the editing, the whole thing. So um, it, it was a, a learning experience, but I enjoyed every moment of it and I still really enjoy it. That's awesome. Because, yeah, so basically that's it. No, that's great. And I think, well, I've done the movie, like you, you mentioned ahead of time, but I talked to a lot of people like this is, I think, number nine in podcast for today because we do them a couple times a month. And somehow almost every conversation, especially in the last year, has ended up uh, with the depression or anxiety or anxiousness or some kind of mood disorder. And I think I was telling you, I was talking to my buddy from Nightfall from Greece, and he wants to do something. I mean, he's doing everything he can there. And there's so many people that are, I guess, in the same boat can identify or are actually, you know, suffering with it and have trouble with the stigma because stigma is a big deal here, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when do you, when does mental health come up in a conversation? It's something that if you bring it up, it's awkward. It's awkward. And sometimes people don't know how to respond. You know, when somebody asks for help and says, you know, I, I'm not doing well, you know, or, or even know what questions to ask from there. Right. So once we normalize conversation and just talk about it as if, you know, it is part of life, then I think once the conversation starts, we can kind of get the ball rolling and not be so not kind of look at it as something really unusual, but instead say, you know what, I know, let me, let me see what I can do. I would love to help you. You know, how can I help you? Right. Because it's weird because you wouldn't feel odd if somebody said, Hey, I've got the chicken pox. But if you say, Hey, I've got depression or I've got whatever, I'm feeling effed up in my head. People totally either, like you said, they shy away. They don't want to talk to you. Nobody knows what to say. There's got to be a way to get it more to the forefront. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, um, you know, what you were trying to do with your movie and what I'm trying to do with a podcast. Um, You know, the thing is, is that I think people are, more afraid to talk about mood disorders because, you know, physical disorder, like we break our leg or something, we have heart disease. It's something that um, it it doesn't have the behavioral component. When we go through a mood disorder, it affects how we think and affects our behaviors. So sometimes what we say or what we do don't, doesn't make sense to the people around us. It doesn't make sense to us. Right. We're still we're also like, oh gosh, I don't know what, what am I thinking this? Why am I saying this? Right. This is not even how I normally behave. And so there is shame and embarrassment because I know when I went through it, I didn't want to see my friends because it's like, this is not even me. I don't even recognize this person. So, you know, it's, it's, um, it's also, uh, it, it kind of separates you mm-hmm. from the people that you yes. love. And I that's hunt. really difficult. How do you go about finding your, uh, your guests for your show? Do you have uh, like feelers out there or do they contact you or how does that come about? 
you know, it goes both ways. I think now that the podcast has gotten to be more popular and, uh, you know, we partnered with Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. So we have, um, you know, this great nonprofit that's also helping to spread the good word about right. the podcast. Uh, but mostly it's it's me pitching uh, different publicists. Right. And thankfully, be, you know, being a music journalist for a good amount of time, I've developed some good, strong relationships. Right. So they trust me. They trust, uh, you know, me as a journalist and also the work that I've done in the past. Okay. And, you know, there are uh, artists that will come. And like, for instance, I just dropped this episode last night, which is While She Sleeps. Oh, okay. uh, metalcore band. Yeah, great you know, guys. I've had them on the show. Yeah, really good guys. And, you know, they've dropped this album with a single Nervous. And Sean Long, the guitarist, said it was the most important song that he's ever written because it touched on his panic disorder, which actually turned into agoraphobia. Oh, wow. And um, he's, you know, he's point where he's speaking out about it. Um and so in that case, they, you know, approached me because their music, their new music was tied to mental health. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, that's how it goes. And I've really tried to uh, have a variety of different musicians on the podcast because I feel that mental health, no matter what genre of music that you're in, you know, it, it, it all plays a part. Absolutely. I think you're 100% right. And I've listened to quite a few of your episodes. I think the one that stands out to me most is the one I mentioned earlier, the Davy Suicide one. That was pretty intense. Was that done in the studio? Yeah, yeah. Was- you know what I like? Go ahead. That was. That was done in the studio. So one-on-one? One-on-one. Um, one which I love because, yeah. you know, you've got to feed off the energy Uh, on a, on a one-on-one basis. And the thing I really liked about that interview is that, you know, when we see our favorite musicians on stage, we think, Oh my gosh, these people, you know, they're, they must've been popular through school. Everybody must've gathered around them and, you know, wanted to be near them or whatever it is we think, but Davey's suicide and a lot of other musicians, you know, they started out, he started out because he didn't have a whole lot of friends. And he turned to music during a tough part in his life. And he found that people gravitated toward his music and his lyrics. And they understood what he was going through. And he started to make friends. Right. Uh, So, you know, music uh, heals in so many different ways for the musician and, of course, for the fans as well. And it's a great uniter as well, I think again, back to that whole community sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I love about getting to know different bands is that uh, every band has this, this image, this personality for their fans that uh, it's it's like a whole different world, you know, to step into that and to find out like, you know, what is the theme of the right. fan base, you know, what, what is the message of this, of this band and, you know, all the different, you know, the logos and all the different designs and a lot of musicians are very creative. So they can also put together these really cool artistic things beyond their music. 
Yes. But in the end, I think like, a, like I was saying, a lot of them are connecting with, with their fans on this level and spreading this message that we're all, you're not alone. We're all, we're all in this together, but you're not alone in suffering from whatever it is, obsessive compulsive, you know, any of those mental illnesses. Yeah. And the thing is, is about a lot of mental disorders when you're in it, the condition itself makes you feel separated from other people. Yes. Even if you have people surrounding you that love you, that are there for you, that are willing to talk with you, you still, you feel disconnected. Yes. And that's the real tough part of it because we all want to feel the love. We all want to feel joy and all these great things that make life worth living. Right. But when you're disconnected from it, it's uh, really difficult. Yeah. So, you know, one thing that I've tried to do with the podcast is go a step beyond. I know a lot uh, of stories, sharing stories really helps others feel connected uh, and knows that, you know, there are other people that are going through the same thing they're going through, but also um, to provide solutions because when you're in it, sometimes you're so tired and exhausted, you yes. don't know where to turn and you feel hopeless. You feel like, you know what? I don't want to try this. I don't think it's going to work. Right. But if you have a list of resources that says, okay, I'm going to call this organization. It's for ADHD or I'm going to see, oh, look, there's a 12 step program. Maybe I'll try that. And that's what I have listed on our website at checkheadpodcast.com. I have Resources for musicians specifically, right? Um, you know, places, of course, like Sweet Relief Musicians Fun and Music Cares, but also, you know, a whole list for everybody from fans. And then we also have uh, a list of apps and telehealth and things that you could do online if you, you know, feel more uh, comfortable doing it online or, you know, with your phone. Right. That's awesome. And for those not familiar, where can they, uh, where can they find you and how often are you updating and th all that sort of stuff? Give us the whole rundown. The whole spiel. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I drop a new episode every two weeks and it takes a little longer to uh, put together because we not only have the musician, but we also have a mental health expert and we try to get, you know, some of the top people in the industry to talk about the topics that they focus on. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, with um, uh, we had Dan Reidenberg of Save.org. He's a top uh, suicide prevention expert uh, paired with uh, Cether, uh, who talked about, you know, the aftermath of suicide. Right. Uh, but all the the resources uh, to listen, you could go on checkyourheadpodcast.com. And also we're on all podcast platforms. So very convenient. And uh, we also have these new. Um, Good for you. I saw that on the website. T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We just, we just dropped these and it's uh, superhero t-shirts and hoodies. And, um, you know, it just re represents people that talk about mental health, people that have gone through it. Uh, you know, they're all superheroes. And now with this pandemic, we have so many different superheroes out there, everyday yes. people that are fighting the good fight. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so that's, that's basically what it is. Awesome. Hey. hey, I really thoroughly enjoy what you're doing. I really appreciate it. Thank you for helping us all out.
and you do it well. Well, you got a great oh, voice. Thanks so much. You got a great voice for it. It's very, very soothing. It's so funny that people tell me that. What's funny is that they don't tell me that, like you know, throughout my life. But for some reason, when I was on on the podcast, people are saying your voice is so soothing. Yeah, I'm glad. I had no idea. That's the first <laughs> I thing no I idea. noticed when I put it on. Like, wow, that's some people are you know are meant for that. I think, and then some people are like me. They're from New York with this crazy accent. That's probably not meant for it, but it works. I make do. Well, you're perfect for your podcast. And you can get right to the point, which I love. And, you know, I know your your heart's in the right place after watching Metal Health. And uh, I love what you do, too. So thank you so much for spreading that word. And, and, you know, one thing, too, is that, you know, working with music, um, it is a way to have uh, kids to listen to their heroes uh, talk about mental health. Yes. And it's important because that's really where it starts. It starts, you know. So many musicians in elementary school or their early teens. Yes. So, um, yeah, I've seen it with I've seen it with my son's friends. You know, they, I mean, they're out of the house now. But I mean, my son, my youngest had a I think he was 16. He committed suicide and he's got a couple of people that are, hmm. you know, going through all kinds of stuff. And so, yeah, I think early is right before it gets too bad, maybe. Or maybe there's some sort of awareness or somebody teaches my son how to interact because he had no idea what to do. He's like, Nick just started crying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. So yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 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 And you know, you figure it's, it's scary to go through as an adult. You can imagine how scary it is to go through as a child, just not even knowing, you know, what is going on in so, school or in the hallways um, or whatever. Yeah. It's horrible. Yes. Yes. So, you know, any way that we can make it brighter anyway, it's, it's really all about hope and um, having to hang on to that little thread of hope, you know, when things are really dark uh, that will help you get through it. But, you know, one thing I try to say on the, on the podcast is because it's a lot of hard work is, but when you get over that mountain, there's a much more beautiful life after that because you've gone through something so difficult and other things that seem to have bothered you before they don't seem to bother you anymore because you realize it's not that important right awesome i really appreciate what you do that's from the heart thank you so much (laughs) it was a pleasure let's keep in touch okay yes it's been a pleasure talking to you and i'll send you some emails if i come up with any ideas be well okay all right be well we'll talk to you soon Right up. Bye. I'll see you. Bye. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. I feel like the Get down! The wrath of the buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts.